Hey everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. And uh, before I forget, uh, thank you to Deck Roofing of South Florida who agreed just yesterday to be our podcast sponsor for yet another year. Um, So I think this makes three or four years now and um, it always is great to have uh, continuity with your uh, it's partners and stuff, and so I am very, very grateful to John at uh, Deck Roofing and everybody down there, who I'm assuming is sitting around the deck bar right now watching some hoops, if they're not already all passed out. Uh, anyway, man, what a week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Kevin Colbert, he, he is, he's got the saddle on the horse. He, he's literally ready to ride into the sunset. And this dude is is just shooting bullets right now um, at, at at major bullseyes when it comes to free agent targets right now. Of course, some would say that's what happens when you got some money to spend, and there's some truth to that. Um, but anyway, we're gonna dive into all of that tonight. Uh, and happy St. Patty's Day and happy March Madness to everybody as well. Uh, Bet is with me. Scarps is with me. Ian is likely in a drunken stupor somewhere <laughs> because he's Irish and he's like on some kind of work assignment. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so you're going to see uh, if you're watching on the uh, the video, you're going to see Scarps looking away quite a bit because he's got some serious money on the NCAA tournament tonight. And and then you're also going to see Ben drinking tremendous amounts of either Guinness. Or uh, red breast, red breast Irish whiskey. I can't fucking talk for my life. Uh, anyway, it Long is great day. to have you guys here. Um, man, what a week! Uh, Scarps, what uh, is, is there a theme you can just like like the, the whole week? Just like what what do you take away from it? Yeah, I, I would just say um, whether you're a new Steelers fan or a you know, an older Steelers fan. This is, this is a week that you're not used to. Um, and I, and I tweeted before free agency started, I said, I don't expect them to change their MO. Um, you're going to recognize the names. They're not going to be giant names. And I, and I, and I, and I think that's, that's held true. You're recognizing the names. They're not gigantic free agent splashes. They're not spending too, too much money on, on, on players. They're not, they're not really taking any risks. I really don't see any risks that they're taking, and that is the Steelers' mo. The fact that they do have they have, they have money for mm-hmm. the first time in a long time is helping them. Um, but I, I think this is just Steelers one hundred and one. Awesome, yeah. I, I, I Ben, what, what I tend to agree. Over? Basically, yeah. all these deals are two year deals, which are in effect they're one year deals with an option for a second. Okay, they're going to be team friendly. They're easy to get out of. If these deals don't work out next year, those players are gone. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, and I'm not saying any of that's going to happen, but they build those back doors in for themselves Yeah, to make it easy later. Did Ben, did any of the deals surprise you in terms of money? I thought Miles Jack was a little more expensive than than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuk for I... <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm flabbergasted. Uh, Nine million dollars a year for Chukes. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I mean nothing else. I mean, mm-hmm. no O'Neal. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's uh, let's dive right into this. Uh, you know, the the, the first I, I guess domino was was quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, um, and uh, you know Ryan. First of all, what is what is your overall take on Trubisky? I mean, you you've seen the guy play enough football. He started for three four years in Chicago and uh, backed up Josh Allen last year, um, and and by all accounts was totally loved, respected for his work last year. Uh, in Buffalo, and a lot of people thought he would go with Brian Dayball, the offensive coordinator who's now at the Giants, uh, but he chose to come to Pittsburgh. What, what's your overall or overriding thought with him? Ben, as, as much as I like Mason. Um, we'll get to Mason. This was yeah. – th- no, this, this, this was the most realistic quarterback signing that was floated out there. It was never Rodgers. It was never Russ. It was never Deshaun Watson, despite reports. Mitch Trubisky, I don't, yes, I don't even want to bring in Jameis Winston because he had an ACL, but Mitch Trubisky was the most realistic landing. So I look at it as, and it cost nothing. Yes. Great. They were saying 10 million a year, and and Rich Eisen had said that. And I love Rich Eisen, mad respect to Rich Eisen. But he was talking about 10 million a year, and this guy's going to command this and that. And you know what? I don't think that was the market ever. And I think the Steelers knew that for a long time. And they bring him in, and this is a a low risk, high reward. I'm. I would assume he's going to start. And I know there are reports that they're going to give Mason a shot, but I don't understand why you would bring this guy in unless he started. Um, he has a lot of upside, and I will say this. I am a Mason fan, but he, he has more upside than Mason. He can scramble more than Mason. You know, he seems to have more pocket presence. Um, yeah, you know what? He's not good at, at going to the left, but – you know what? I look at I look at it at this as, you know what, he's a number two. You don't get drafted second overall unless unless people are high on you. Um, but also too, he has experience. He has 50 starts. And mm-hmm. and I, I talked about this earlier, but Ben had seven game winning drives last year. Right. Mitch has seven game winning drives and 50 starts. So there's there, 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 like, <laughs> there's a bit of a difference. But I'm just but I'm just saying that like Mason has 10 starts and has has one game winning drive. But like the experience to me that, yeah. that Mitch has playing in Chicago, which is a really, really hard town to play it in. Is. I mean, the, it has to be hard. The Bears are just one of those franchises, excuse me, one of those franchises that you know, it has to be hard to play for just based on the legacy. And I know the Steelers are that too, but you know, that, that and, and he never had the, the, the latitude that Ben had the autonomy to yeah. change the play. Right. If he wanted yeah. to, even in early in Ben's career, he just went playground when things went bad. He just, went yeah. playground, you know? Yeah. And this guy's never had the opportunity to do that. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I agree with you. I'm optimistic though. Well, Ben, what is your, 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 you said you're optimistic. I mean, do you feel that this is a deal for a guy that, yes, he's going to be the starter, or do you buy into the, well, there's going to be a competition? No. Uh, I mean, there'll be a competition in name. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they'll, they'll tell both guys, hey, you're competing. I mean, you look at, at, at the way his contract is structured, he's going to make $7 million a year, but – he can make up to 13 and a half million a year if he meets certain incentives. Mm-hmm. One of those is going to be playing time for sure. Uh, another one of them is winning a Super Bowl and him being an all pro. And Sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's, you know, the Steelers would love to pay that out. They'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. So I write the check. 
you know, but I don't necessarily see all that happening. Um, I think more than anything else, I'm optimistic because what I've seen is an investment in the run game. Mm-hmm. They still need to to find a change of pace back Agreed. to put behind Najee. They still Agreed. need that, but they've invested a great deal of money into the offensive line. Uh, they now have some flexibility. They can do something different with Kendrick Green if they decide to do so. I would hope they do. Um, you know, my hope is that they move him back to guard at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, put him at left guard. Put put Dotson at right. Dotson's natural position is right guard. Put him back there. Um, and, you know, James Daniel can play either position, center yep. or guard. Yep. Um, Mason Cole can play either position, center or guard. You know, we've we've pretty much got the offensive line dialed in. I think we can take offensive line out of the possible first round choices, probably first or second. Mm-hmm. That matter. That isn't to say they won't take an offensive lineman. They like to keep that pipeline full, but I don't see it day one and probably not day two. Um, well, but I'm encouraged it, by the fact that they've invested in the run game because it'll make it easier for Trubisky to, to, to be effective. And that, that's sure. how I was going with it. Staying on the offensive line for a minute, um, I think we were all very surprised that they retained Chooks Korafor at, at the price they did, more specifically, uh, Ryan. I, you know, I, I, I mean, look, I, I, I'm i a homer for Chooks. He, he, he went to Western Michigan where I did, so I, I have that special place in my heart for the guy. Um, but I, I see him as a, a nice player. He does a nice job in pass protection, but when I watch him in the run game, I I just I get g- 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 like that because he just doesn't do it for me. Well, why did they did they do this because he was a cheap alternative to what they were going to have to do, or do they really truly like him? Yeah, you know that. that I mean, it's it's a really good question. But the first thing I want to say is, and I saw this tweet the other day, and it was confirmed, but he's like one of only like 10 Steelers players in history to get like $9 million a year. Um, and, and, and I, and I look at, and like, I bet you could guess the names on the, on the, the, the other 10. Um, I mean, I, if you're looking outside, probably that's, that's probably what you were going to pay for a, for a tackle. Right. So, which makes me believe that they believe in him more than we do, and they're the experts and they're the professionals. So, right. I, I don't really necessarily have a problem with that. I really don't. Um, but I agree with Ben. I I think that they will they will bring on a tackle because they are thin. But I think this takes them out of the tackle running or offensive lineman running those those first two days. Um. You know, I think I, I don't think Chooks is terrible, oh. but I, I do think he's had his ups and downs. But again, I, I think at this point, this is is this where we trust the Steelers? Um, it, you know, they they drafted Kendra Green, and if I'm Kendra Green, I'm not pissed. I'm kind of happy that they brought in some vets because to me, if I was Kendra Green, I'd be like, listen, I had a rough rookie season. I can learn from these guys. Maybe I could switch positions. I got right. a new O-line coach. This takes less – actually, it takes less pressure off me as a third-round pick because now I might not necessarily have to start. But I don't I, I don't think that they should have they should have given Chooks that much money, but I don't hate it. 
I well, think they offered guess, they offered eight million. Yeah. yeah, and apparently he had two competing offers, and came back to the Steelers and gave him an opportunity to match, and Kevin did. And, I mean, good this, business, this, good this, makes him, this makes him the seventh highest paid right tackle in the league. Um, I don't think that he's among the seven best right tackles in the league. Yeah, I, don't and I, I question the logic of doing this by the same token. They probably looked at, as Ryan pointed out, replacement cost and just said, okay. If we replace this guy, somebody we're, with somebody we're less familiar with, what are we going to pay, and what are we going to get? There have been guys that have signed for less, right tackles that have signed for less. Yep. And yep. you know, sometimes it comes down to to keeping the guy you know and seeing value in that. And this team has done that over and over yeah. and over hard, again. It's hard to go against that model. They've been successful doing so, so they're not going to change. I mean. Familiarity, it, yeah. it, you know, and, and it's, as far as the ability thing, you know, when I, when I watch him in the run game, it, it, a lot of times he's beaten at the point of attack, and and he just doesn't have that base. That I mean, the guy's a former soccer player going back to his youth, and he just doesn't have that bulk that you usually expect to see out of a big right tackle. Um, but that said, I agree with what you guys are saying. They they like the familiarity. Uh, they felt. I think that they just weren't going to be able to find something of a similar value. They were going to have to go way more than that. Um, and and that's the choice they made. So it is. It's we're fans and we're stuck, you know, trusting that the organization is doing the right thing. And, and you know, they they've they've got a new offensive line coach. I, I don't want to say they're gonna have a new offense because the mm-hmm. coordinators are the same, but it's gonna be a new offense. It's gonna be different. Ben's not involved. Maybe they see something in this evolving offense that plays at Shuke's strengths. And that's what yeah. we're not seeing. And that that may be what we're not seeing. I mean, that was that was a thing I was – and I keep coming back to this every now and again. I was talking with Ramon Foster on Twitter. We're not friends. And I asked him what Munchak did to help him develop and, and why he made such an impact on the line. And he came back and he just said – he doesn't ask us to do things that we're not good at. He he plays things to our strengths. And, you know, he did the same thing when he was done designing the run game. He, he would look at the defense and he would say, okay, here's what my guys do well. And they would design plays, run plays around that, rather than trying to make guys adapt to a scheme. So maybe that's what's going on here. I, I think that's valuable information because we see that at every level of, well, football, but all sports, where coaches try to ram uh, square pegs into round holes instead of <laughs> taking the talent that you have, yeah. understanding what they do well. And and then, that, that isn't to say that Munchak didn't you know. challenge guys well, to, sure. to be better. Sure. I mean, his conversations with David DeCastro and challenging him are, you know, legendary so that that's not to say he didn't do that too but he he asked them to do what they were good at what they were naturally good at yeah so with with trubisky coming in uh gentlemen you guys both differ a little on your viewpoints of uh mr mason rudolph um how but but (laughs) 
Believe Ryan, me, folks. Ryan has never said Mason's good. He says no, he's yeah. sorry for him. Well, <laughs> and, no. and I said give him a chance. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, give him a yeah. chance. Let, let me first remind everybody you are listening to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of <laughs> South Florida. Uh, Deck serves Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multi-family, or condo. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting Deck Roofing. That's D E K Roofing dot com. Uh, I'm, not I'm not looking. <laughs> Not looking at the scores. No, we got uh, San Diego State's up by two against Creighton, uh-oh. and a uh-oh. young man from Creighton uh, looked like he blew out his knee. So prayers oh, out to him. No. Um, ah. And then another guy from Creighton just fouled out. Um, San Diego State is Jays. at the line and are making some shots. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, so so switch up the sports on the. That's all right. Hey, we're a multi. We're a multitasking type podcast. It's this, March this, Madness, and it's St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. It's, it's been all a wonderful right. week. It's, it's, awesome. season, man. it's been a. It really has. It's been a, a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, it, what the hell were we talking about before I went on? Uh, the, the, so the, Ramon, uh, so Ramon Foster, all time, all time good dude. Yeah, yeah. Munchak, all time great coach, and Ben absolutely agree. Well, whole equals some of the parts, yeah, and yeah. you're only as good as what you can do. So, so you're Mason Rudolph. A couple weeks ago, you heard Kevin Colbert say, "Right now, Mason Rudolph's our starter." Which, what the hell the else is he going to say? It was so the yeah. only guy on the roster. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, we've been told that Mason. Uh, number one, I, I would like to send out my uh, my deepest. Uh, Sympathies, I guess, to Mason because uh, he and his uh, tennis star girlfriend Jeannie Bouchard apparently have have broken things off. Um, oh. I don't know that that this happened immediately upon Mitch Trubisky coming to the Steelers or not. <laughs> Let's just assume it did, right? Uh, in all seriousness, uh, Ryan, your your Mason Rudolph man, what are you feeling like right now? Yeah, if you're Mason Rudolph, you could have had a better week. Um, you know, personally and professionally. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm gonna say this. I, I, I think I, and Ben, you're, you'll laugh, but I'm gonna, I'm still gonna say it. I don't think Mason Rudolph was ever set up for success. Uh, he was drafted in the third round, and and Kevin, I love Kevin, but he flat out said, you know, we had a first round grade on him. Um, which I don't think was fair. I think that should have been kept in house. You know, he comes to comes to a team that um, has a quarterback that had a personality that it was a two time Super Bowl winner. Comes to a team that uh, didn't have a QB coach. They had an offensive coordinator slash QB coach with Randy, right. and then Josh Dobbs was the number two. And Ben already had you know Josh for a year, and they were besties. Um, and then the fact that Ben. Never, ever went out of his way uh, to ever say, hey, Mason is a good dude or act like he liked Mason or ever, you know, just said, you know, I, you know, I like Mason or even acted like it. And I'm not saying Ben had to do that, but I wish he would have. I wish he would have, because I feel like we would have felt different about him at this point. Not to mention he got smacked in the head by Earl Thomas and then smacked in the head by Miles Garrett. But, you know, I digress. Um I think this will make Mason better. I think this will make Mitch better, and I'm fine with competition. 
Sure. Um, so, yeah. Ben, your uh, thoughts on uh, what Mr. Mason Rudolph must be thinking this week? <laughs> he's probably thinking that he's going to be the backup next year, which is true. It's accurate. Um, but now he's competing with Haskins for that second spot, which I don't see Haskins overtaking him. Nor do I. Um, hey, maybe. Maybe Haskins will surprise us, but I doubt it. Um, I don't think this necessarily takes the Steelers out of the first-round quarterback conversation. I don't either. I think – I mean, you look at a guy like like Malik Willis. He needs to sit. He's got a, a super high ceiling, and if you take him – you're swinging for the fences, as we've discussed. But mm-hmm. this is a guy that right now his floor is super low, too. <laughs> right. And he needs to sit for a while and just just learn. So, you know, if I'm Mason, I'm probably not super happy. I'm not stoked. Um, if they draft a quarterback in the first round, I might be asking for a trade. Yeah. Try and go to a place where I, I've got an opportunity to, to compete, you know, for a little better positioning. Um, but uh yeah, you know, as Ryan pointed out, he probably had a bad week. You know, Mason's not a bad guy. No, I, I don't think. You know, I don't nobody nobody should be rooting for the, the people on Steelers Twitter who root for Mason's Mason Rudolph's professional demise. What the fuck? Why? That's that's disgusting. Why? And I don't I don't get it. I, I mean we we have created here a, a, a hobby for ourselves that we've been doing for over a decade where we study these guys, we talk about these guys, and and you know what? We, we sometimes say real critical things, but I don't know that any of us have ever wanted a guy to fail no. the way that we see social media go after Mason Rudolph. And, and I, I just I, – I think these were people that were so offended because they were Ben fans – and they thought, oh no, this guy's going to come in and take over for Ben. Oh, I can't let that happen. That's what it is. I, I, part of it. I think part of it. Start nine games in 2019, and they went, "This guy sucks. He's supposed to be a first rounder. What the fuck?" Well, I think I think, I think was, than, situation. rather than pointing all of that outrage back at the organization, which is what they should have done, mm-hmm. they took it out on Mason. And it didn't help that Ben. It never helped that Ben was just kind of like. Yeah, whatever. Like he never acted <laughs> like he liked them. Okay, they didn't like each other. You know. I, I think that's sick to say. I, they, in fact, there are people. There are people we've all worked with that we didn't like and that didn't like us. Yeah, Creighton yeah. somehow just pulled this game out. So I'm gonna shut this off because oh, I'm disgusted. Sucks, man. Sorry, Scarps. Uh... Rough, Sorry, rough. San Diego State blew that. They were up by like nine and they just didn't care. Uh, I, the, well. The thing I was just going to add about about Mason is, you know, you wonder – sometimes I think people use their own experiences and they see 
like like in in high school they see the senior quarterback take the junior quarterback under his wing and they they then take that and apply it to professional football and think that the starting quarterback is supposed to take the new guy under his wing that is not how it works no. I, I agree with ryan i agree it would have been great if they would have had a better relationship it would have been but great but professionals you're competing with one another for right. a job you're talking about a job. You're talking about millions of dollars. You're talking about advertising did ben, dollars. But here's it. Did Ben you know, really feel threatened by Mason back in 2018? I, I doubt it. I doubt no, it. that's just Ben being a dick. Because, <laughs> because and listen, and no, and, and listen, the, the people on Twitter this week that are like, the, the people on Twitter this week that said, when Ben got hurt, it's Mason's time. Now they're saying it's Mitch's time. Oh, yeah. They're all full of shit because they don't understand that even though Ben was a dick, neither here nor there, he was still a winner. Right. And yeah. and, and 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 Mitch has won games, but let me see Mitch win a game. Hey. When I, when Mitch, you gotta I'll put him in, when you this. gotta when you gotta nut up and yeah. actually do it, I'll give, I'll give Mitch credit for this. Okay, one, he took the Chicago Bears, a horrible organization, to the playoffs twice. I have no idea how the hell he did that. Okay, you look at his game; he's got a lot of wow moments, and he's got some other moments where you're like, "Dude, what the fuck was that?" Yeah, like, yeah, a bad decision or poor accuracy or both. And that's pretty much what my expectation level is with this guy. I mean, it, you know, yeah. it could be good. I just hope, as Ryan pointed out just a moment ago, that we don't have to count on him to just create, take the team on mm-hmm. his back mm-hmm. and create things. Because that that's not his strong suit. No, I, I agree. I think he's got to have a very well-orchestrated system. Yeah. If he can manage the game, yep. it'll be fine. If yeah. Tua comes back, and apparently he's going to, and uh, Adams comes back, and Alualu comes back, yeah. you know they can have a very very strong defensive line rotation. Um, obviously, Miles Jack is we think we feel is going to be an improvement over Joe Schobert as a coverage backer. We hope that Devin Bush can regain his form from 2019 when he blew his knee out. 2020, excuse me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. speaking well, well, of Miles Jack, we we you know we alluded right at the top of the show, maybe paid a little more than we thought we would for him, but I think that also shows a little bit of the, and I don't want to use the term desperation, but I will, um, of what we needed at that position. Um, well, where and, I was going with it is this, okay? You know, you look at Mason, and when he won games as a starter, the defense allowed twelve point six points. <laughs> When he tied a game, the defense allowed 16 points. Any mm-hmm. any more than 16 points allowed, Mason lost. Okay? Right. And that's, right. that's a direct result of, as Ian points out, he's not on the show tonight, but I'll go ahead and say it for him, quarterbacks that are good enough to be NFL caliber starters are guys that score points in the red zone. That's where Mason really struggled. Yeah. That's where he struggled so far in his professional career is scoring points in the red zone. You can't do that, man. You're not going to win many games. You're not going to win a lot of games in the NFL kicking field goals. 
No, no, that's uh, a hard truth right there. Absolutely. But if the defense is improved and if the run game is improved this year, it takes a lot of the load off of the quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and makes it easier to be successful inside that framework. Yeah. Um, Let me get back to to the defensive side. Miles Jack, Levi Wallace both come over. Uh, Wallace has been a, a very solid undrafted kid. Uh, out of Alabama, I believe. Um, real nice career up there in Buffalo, opposite uh, uh, Tredarius White, I believe, right? And uh, Tredavious, I always forget his first name for some stupid reason. Um, really good corner. Yeah, yeah. And and so Wallace has, you know, he's, he's held his own up there as the number two guy, and he comes over now. How does uh, uh, Wallace fit? Because they, they did allegedly – Resign Witherspoon today or will. Um, we know they got Cam Sutton. I, Ryan, where does he fit in this? Yeah, I mean, th- to me, that officially s- signals that Joe Hayden is not coming back. And Joe Hayden, listen, I, I wish I would. I, I, I might have said this on the show, but Joe Hayden was signed after I left the Steelers. And like I tell the media guys still, that's like the one guy I wish I would have got to work with. Like he just seems like really cool. And I I had met him before when he was at the Browns, but he just seemed like a really nice guy and a good teammate. And, you know, he was an energy bringer, you know, who was going to ever forget that interception of Brady when Brady threw to Gronk. Like, I mean, I just like, it was just, you know, so, so anyway, you know, kudos to Joe Hayden. I hope he signs somewhere else and has a chance to compete. Um, but I look at I look at your your outside guys, you know, Witherspoon. That's not official yet, but I'm assuming it is. There's some good sources on that, and then uh, obviously uh, Levi. Well, he, Wallace. Said he signed today, I believe. Oh, Levi it Wallace was it did. official? Yeah. Okay, okay, I believe Sorry. it was. Yep. Okay, I didn't I didn't see it from the Wallace, team. I saw it. Wallace signed today from the, that was from the team. Well, yeah, Wallace yeah. is official, but not Witherspoon. Witherspoon's not. Okay, right. Witherspoon's right. off, but I I'm a Witherspoon yeah. has agreed to terms apparently, but that's it at this point. So right. yeah, I'm always I'm always skeptical because Randy Gregory the other day agreed yeah. to terms with the Cowboys. So uh, yeah, so uh, you so real quick too, uh, what's his name? Uh, the linebacker for yeah for the Ravens, he pulled out of that deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was supposed to be going back from he started with the Ravens. The Darius Smith. Yeah, yeah, he pulled out of that deal today. So. That's that's a and big so loss did JD McKissick. JD McKissick was supposed to go back to the Bills, or yep. JD McKissick was supposed to go to the Bills. He went back to Washington Football or Commanders, whatever. Anyway, right, right. anyway, back to from the he took the Washington I, team over the Bills. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I don't get it. I wouldn't have done that. But so so getting back. So so I'm gonna say so you got Wallace on the outside, Witherspoon on the outside. Um, yeah. You know, those are two productive corners. Um, you don't get to play at Alabama uh, via charity. Uh, you know, I've always said like, you know, and even though he was undrafted, you know, he's been a hell of a player. And and this is crazy because the only criticism, and, and I agree, the only criticism that I've seen of him is that he's not like Buffalo's best. But, you know, when you got uh, Tredavious White and when yeah. you got uh, Jordan Poyer and you got uh, Micah Hyde, you might not be the best of those three, but you're probably pretty damn good, you know? Right. So, like, I mean, this is a good – again, I talked about this earlier. This is a good Steelers move. They're signing mm-hmm. a veteran mm-hmm. that has experience. Right. They're bringing back a veteran that has experience, especially with the Steelers. Um, 
and I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to be locked down, but like they're solidifying the defense, which has always won championships. You know, whatever Super Bowl it was a couple years ago where New England won, was it 10-3 or 13-3, whatever it was, like we thought thought Jared Goff – I did. I thought Jared Goff and the Rams were going to put up more than three points, and they didn't. Um, And New England did not even – New England did not have the dudes that the Steelers do right now. can't believe I'm saying that live. But the point (laughs) being – the point being is that defenses win championships. And, Ben, you talked about this earlier – you know, 13, 12 points per game versus 17 points per game. That's, that's a huge, huge margin. And the fact that if this, that that's how the steel is, call it a bridge year, call it whatever year you want. The fact that the Steelers are going to need to rely on defense again right. is not scary. It, you should welcome, you should welcome it because right. that's always what has won right now. And, you know, when Kevin Butler was around all those years and even Dick LeBeau before him, their goal for the defense was score, allow 17 points or fewer. 17 points or fewer. So that we give the offense a chance to win. So, yeah, I, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. I completely agree with all that. I, I think that. Stop agreeing uh, with me. I think that, uh, <laughs> that Bell is. Uh, He's a big boundary corner who's good in zone. He's not all that great in man. Who, who, uh, who are you talking, Wallace? Excuse me, Wallace. Yeah. Levi Bell. <laughs> Wallace is a good boundary corner who is is good in zone. Right. But not great in man. Where... Witherspoon is pretty good at man. Mm-hmm. It really is. Great last one. And he's a good tackler. So those yep. are your two outside corners, probably. Um, but here's the thing. You still got Cam Sutton. And you still got Arthur Millette. Yeah. So I think what they're going to do is probably start Sutton and Witherspoon. Then they're going to bring in Wallace on passing downs. And they're going to move Sutton inside and pull Millette off the field. Put right. Play Millette on first and second down. Let him do that. And then move Sutton inside on passing downs. And then, you know, they run some some four-corner schemes, and they'll have all four of those guys out there. Sure. You know, but by and large, that's kind of what we're looking at. And right now, they've got the makings of a pretty good defensive backfield. What they need is a strong safety. And, and – I guess at some point we're going to talk about that. We may as well just do it now, Mark. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of <laughs> lot of speculation that uh, Teron Matthew, Honey Badger, uh, has shown some interest in coming to Pittsburgh. And and based on the people we know and we've talked to, um, the, the feeling has been mutual. But when a couple of days goes by, that usually suggests that one party is not real thrilled with what the other party is offering. So maybe it just goes away for a little while. The bottom line is they need somebody to fill that strong safety role. So Minka Fitzpatrick can be the center fielder, be the free safety, because we cannot have him doing what he was doing last year, which is coming down essentially playing linebacker because nobody could stop the running back after eight yards. So that brings Terrell Edmonds back into the picture. He's still sitting there as a free agent, to my knowledge. 
not really any flirtations with any other teams. Well, um, publicized. That doesn't mean he's not talking to people. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's communication, but nothing right. we've heard. But so, so you know, is that, Ben, is that a last resort thing or are you okay with bringing Edmonds back? No, I, I'm good. I'm fine with bringing Edmonds back. I've been saying that for a while. I, I don't want to pay him big money. And I, I think that's what he wants. He wants to right. try and maximize his offer and, and make as much as he possibly can, because this may be his only chance to get into big contract, but I don't think he's worth the big contract. He's a great athlete. Absolutely. No question. But I, for whatever reason, probably instincts, He's just isn't the guy. Yeah, he's not a ball hawk. You want him yeah. to be. Um, that that said, I mean, I I you know if they were to pay him somewhere in the five six million dollar year range, I yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed. I I'd be fine with it. You know, I really would, and it would solidify that that defensive backfield. We'd be in a pretty good spot. And again, it comes back to familiarity. Mm-hmm. That's how you're familiar with, but. They did have this flirtation with Tyron Matthew. It did become public. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of, it's not exactly the same thing because it's not a quarterback. But right. the Browns and their handling of uh, the Deshaun Watson pursuit only to be <laughs> to be rebuffed Left by Watson altar. who said, yeah, not going to Cleveland. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Double and barrels. They did it publicly. Yeah. Basically trying to replace their existing starting quarterback who was under contract. Yep. And now he wants a trade. So it's it's similar to that in so much as, you know, I don't think Edmonds is probably real happy about the fact that the team has gone outside mm-hmm. and looked to sign another guy and then they're coming back to him. But uh that's what's happened. Ryan, do, do these guys know at all that, that that's part of the deal or for some of them is that a hard thing to handle? Like like a Terrell Edmonds who's sitting there going, hey, hey, I'm right here. Uh Come on, I'll play for you. But yeah, at the same time, I, the team's flirting with a guy who's who's. Let's be honest; he's got three All Pros. He's been in the Pro Bowl. He's a Super Bowl winner. He's clearly better than Terrell Edmonds. I mean, it, it's more accomplished anyway, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's a it's a business, you know. And at, at the end of the day, you know that, and we know that. But but do no, these young and, guys know well, that. So that's my point: is like, you know. If you're in this league, you have to understand that's the way it is, right? I mean, in, in any profession, in any profession, it, it's still a business, right? I mean, it's it's different. It's different in professional sports, I would assume, because I, I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming companies keep people around longer or shorter or whatever. But the point is, like, if Terrell, so if Terrell Edmonds is testing free agency, which he is, mm-hmm. he has to understand that the Steelers are doing the same thing, thinking that they might not get him back. So to me, that's just the nature of the beast, whatever cliche you want. Um, So at the end of the day, I wouldn't hold a grudge either way. So Terrell Amins gets money somewhere Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Great. If he comes back to the Steelers, great. 
But to think that the Steelers aren't trying to replace him, knowing that they don't hold his rights, they don't have his contract, is absurd. So, like, you know, again, like we talked, you you said Baker earlier. Yeah. This is a little bit. This is a little bit different, right? It is like, a little bit. One Baker's under under contract. Yeah, sure. And, sure. and, and like, two, he's a quarterback. They're stars. And so basically, what the Browns the Browns spoke to his representation at the combine and said, "We're going to pursue quarterbacks, but we're only going to pursue premium talent." So they basically said, "Hey, we're going to pursue premium quarterback talent," which obviously you, you are, are not. not. <laughs> And, and 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 this is and this is and listen and 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 I'm gonna pull the card here because I worked there. Yep, go ahead. And I was never gifted athletically, but the if I was ever at that level, no matter if I was a practice squad guy or or the head honcho, bottom line is I would treat every day as if I could be replaced because eventually. You have to. Because eventually it's going to happen, sure. right? Whether you're yeah. old or you're hurt or you're kind of old and kind of hurt, it doesn't matter. So yeah. if you, t- if you, uh, and of course you put so much into this, right? You yeah. put your, bl- your blood, sweat, and tears into, yep. into this profession, but that doesn't mean that the organization that you're playing for, then it's paying you isn't thinking long-term or short-term. So, you know, I, for for Edmonds, I want him back, and I've said that on the show. I want him back. I'm fine with it. Let mm-hmm. him test the waters. But if if he's sort of upset that they're trying to bring in Tyrone Matthew, which I'm fine with, but I don't think they're going to. Um, and at this point, I think Steelers fans are a little extra spoiled because of all the moves we've made, yep. and like now yep. it's just like, bring everybody, bring everybody in, and, yep. and that, that's not going to happen. And that and that's fine. And like. Listen, uh, the honey, you know, honey badger. It would be a great player, but awesome. but I'm not going to sit here and say that that that's going to happen. I don't think yeah. it is, and I'm fine with that. They've yeah. the Steelers have made more moves this week, and <laughs> like I, I mean, I, when I worked there, I remember writing press releases for potential free agents where I'd be like, "There's." There's no fucking way this is gonna happen. But I'm gonna write it anyway. Like there's like there's no way this is gonna happen. Right. Just to be prepared and like they've done so much this week. It's just like let's just take a step back and admire what they've done. And strictly from a from a functional schematic standpoint, improve play along the line, improve play along the linebacker unit mm-hmm. is going to make the defensive backfield better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And people need to take that into consideration. Yep. There there were things that the, the DBs were doing last year to cover for the defensive front, which really I I know Cam is on the defensive front, and so is TJ Watt, mm-hmm. yada mm-hmm. yada yada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that defensive front was so fucking bad last year. It was awful. They could not stop the run to save their gashed. lives. Absolutely gashed. Yep. The linebacker play in yep. particular. So there were things that DBs had to do to compensate for that that took them out of what they ordinarily would be responsible for. Yeah. And people need to bear that in mind. Absolutely. It, when 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 the front breaks down, it changes everything behind it. Yeah. It, it just does. I, I mean, there's no two ways about it. 
Let me remind everybody that uh, we are very proud to be part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, and that means we are also proudly in cahoots with the folks at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. That's right. Check out DraftKings. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people losing money tonight in college basketball. Let's just put it that Every way. year, man. Every <laughs> I love year. it. That's why they call it madness, man. Yeah. Uh, ben, what do you think about uh, James Daniel? I mean, James Daniels. Is this, is this just a guy that is just going to plug in and just be a freaking stud? Uh could they have done better? I mean, what what's I think your he's going to plug in and be really solid. Yeah. I don't think he's going to plug in and, and be a stud that's just going to kill people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm i not of that opinion. But I think he's going to plug in and, and, and be a good starter from the get-go. And I, I don't know where he's going to play. That's my question at this point, you know? Yeah. I don't think any of us know what their designs are for this offensive line yet. You know, Mason Cole came out today and said, if I, if I could only play one position, it, it would probably be center. Wow. That doesn't mean that's what he's playing. Right. No, it, it doesn't. And I, and I, think, I, I do think we're going to have a new center next year. God, I fucking hope so. I Green tend to believe so, that as well. Yeah. So bad. I, and again I – mean, like Mason, he's going to have a whole offseason to learn how to use his hands better, and and he could improve. And he's working he with Marquise really apparently. Yeah, you know. but you know, he was just so bad, man, so bad. He was, and and I agree with you. I think it's going to be definitely a change there. I, I like Trey James Turner's Daniels, gone, Ryan. Huh? What's so, that? We'll see some improvement there. I said Trey Turner's gone. <laughs> we'll see some improvement there as a result. Well, I'm not mad at that now that they are, now they brought guys in. Like if if this if this if this would have been heavy on on playmakers, I would have been like, yeah, bring Trey Turner back. But I'm not I'm not as mad as that as I was probably yeah, a couple I, weeks ago. I mean, Daniels is a guy that lots of experience. Everybody I talk to that knows the Bears says he's gotten better every year. And, and, he's and they're kind of pissed that they haven't kept him. Um, he's so he's young. He wasn't real happy about that, was he? No. I, I mean, God, what is he? He's 24, 25? Yeah. You know, young yeah. guy. Uh, so I, I'm thrilled, you know. Yeah. Um, Ryan – Obviously, we've got the draft coming up in, in a little over a month, and, and pro days are underway. And Coach T and, and Colbert were they've been to Georgia and Clemson the last two days, which those are very regular stops for these guys now over the last decade or so. Um, free agent wise, anything else you're looking for that they might be bringing in? You know, at this point, I think that. They're going to rely on the draft. Um, they they still might bring in some free agents. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, oh yeah. But and this is this is maybe a little concerning, but not so much. I definitely think they're going defense early on. Um, 
maybe a cornerback, which is never necessarily proven. Not that. Yeah. Hold on, Ike Taylor and Troy Polamalu are defensive backs. True. The same year, Ike William Gay. Ike Taylor was a fourth round. Right. William was a fifth. Okay. Yeah. William Gay was a five. William Gay was a five. Troy Troy was a one, obviously, but. But I, I look at it. I, I so yeah. I mean, at this point, I do think they'll add some free agents. And, I do too. And I don't. I'm not just. And these might be names you might know, but nothing, nothing crazy. I, I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna bring in the honey badger, um, or anything, or anything of that cal, or anybody of that caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I look. I look at the draft. And and I think they have plenty of opportunities to add there. Then I think they have plenty of opportunities to add in free agency. And then there might be some late cuts. There's training camp sure, cuts. Sure. There's you know you got your post June first and whatever and, and whatnot. But you know, well, I, mean, I think I, they're I think they're in good actually. I think they're in good shape right now. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but I think they're in good shape right now. If, if everybody's healthy on the offensive side of the ball, they need a wide receiver. They need a running back. You know, they need, in my opinion, they need a Tony Pollard. I love Tony Pollard. That's just, I'm a Tony Pollard Stan, or is that what the kids say? Stan, whatever. I I love Tony Pollard. No, no disrespect to Zeke. But I can't believe they gave Zeke that contract because Tony Pollard's much better. But they need a Tony Pollard it's because type. They're the Cowboys. They're, they, uh, yes, they need a Tony Pollard type as a running back. Yeah. But they also need some speed at wideout. I think Juju comes back because it doesn't sound like his his free agency sort of opportunities or his opportunities. I think he's as tomorrow. Yeah. So Who? the Bills. Bills. And they might bring him on since they just let go of Cole Beasley. Yeah. But the point, they're in okay shape right now. I think they're in good shape, but yeah. they will add a key positions. But I'm not necessarily going to nitpick right now based on the week that they've had. Oh, uh, no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I yeah. mean, I, I, I do think you're right about wide receiver. I, I think – they're going to find somebody of the speedy they variety. So good at yeah. drafting wide receivers. They, yes. So good at it. I wouldn't and be surprised to see two. I think I mean you'd have to think if you're them, your confidence in your ability to replace wide receivers is probably really, really high. Hell right? yes. So you let a juju walk. And you replace him through the draft. Yeah. Not that big a deal. I mean, I, they like Juju. That doesn't mean that you know, sure. they, they don't want to keep him around. But it does mean they've got a certain amount of money budgeted at the wide receiver position. And the bulk of that is going to be taken up by Deontay Johnson after this season. Yeah. Do we? By the way, do we expect that he'll probably get some form of an extension, perhaps maybe training camp time? Uh, I would expect it around July. July. And then Minka too. Minka Minka first, probably. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode of the uh show? Just that Mason Rudolph sucks. Too bad, but <laughs> oh he does. My God. 
Uh, Ryan, we'd like to welcome you to, to what I've dealt with for the last several years with this asshole. Uh, he's relentless. He keeps coming for you. No. And you just got to give it back as well as he gives Listen, it. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I've been acclimated to the group in a, in a, in in, in, in a good way. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this though. And I've, and I've sent this to you offline. <laughs> It, you know, I could see either way. Mason starting week one and getting benched for Mitch. I could see Mitch starting week one and getting benched and getting benched for Mason. Like I, I don't know what's gonna. I don't know right, what's gonna happen. Right. But I will say this: I this got a feeling that Matt Canada was in on this signing, and that he's he's got designs on what he's gonna do with this guy. And, oh, I think and, so here, too. and here's the but here's here's the deal about Matt Canada. <laughs> The 2020 season ender at Cleveland, Mason right. started, the Steelers right. lost, uh-huh. but you Played saw well. different well. elements of an offense. And that's when Randy was still here. Right. Okay. So if Randy was still here calling the shots, you don't mean to tell me that anybody but Ben has a wider range of plays. And, and listen, that's no disrespect to Ben, but the dude couldn't move. Like, like, not even statue. Like, yeah. come on. So, yeah. like, I agree. And 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 Ben got to the point in the games this several times this year, mainly during his seven game-winning drives, <laughs> six yeah. comebacks. He got to points this year where, let's face it, he was ignoring his offensive coordinator and calling whatever the fuck he wanted. Yep. And running yep. it, and it was obvious. And telling guys at the line of scrimmage, you're running an out, you're yeah. running a post, you're running. <laughs> but, Make it up as they went along. But don't you, yeah. So, but don't you think if everyone's on the same page, unified, that whether Mitch or Mason is at the helm, will at least be more cohesive? Here's the thing, Ryan. Or average. I, I don't know, I don't like think, consistent. I don't think that Mason Rudolph can read defenses. I don't think that Mason Rudolph has enough confidence in his own abilities to be able to squeeze the ball in a tight places. I don't think Mason Rudolph can throw to a spot on the field. I think he needs to see a guy open. I don't think Mason Rudolph can feel the pass rush. I know Mason Rudolph can't move in <laughs> inside the pocket. It's like he's he, his feet are in concrete. You can't teach these things. These are things that guys either have intuitively or they don't. That's fair. That's do it. Do you think Mitch can do all those things? I, I'm a little more confident. <laughs> okay, but you're not certain. That, that's my point. I don't like, know. Mitch can I don't think any of us are. Rush, and he can absolutely move. He yeah. can run. He can move. He's a great athlete. Movement is the key. Is he a good decision maker? Is he an accurate passer? Going right, he's much better. He's better than Mason, but that's better than Mason's a pretty low bar. Sorry, guys. Okay, I will say this, and if this is a parting thought, so be it. Go for it. Parting shot. We, we is royal. We and Steelers fans and enthusiasts. At this point in prior years, we would, yeah. Right. At this point in prior years, we would probably be like, this team didn't do enough. Right. We probably be like, ah, they, you know, they're, I think they've done a 
very, very solid job this I week. Agree. And absolutely. No question. And you know what? My and, and we I think we said this in the group chat, or someone said this in the group chat, but the expectations this year are so low. <laughs> and I for no, this is true. I for one am gonna watch games this year and, and drink some drinks and just not care and not have any expectations. You know how many times I've heard this bullshit. My friend Johnny says this to me all the time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to a, a stress-free, anxiety-free. <laughs> no, Listen. We believe you, Johnny. You're not going to the Steelers at all. It's March 17th, and I'm saying this. Right. Come September right. 17th, I'm going to be like, this fucking team. You're going to be like the rest <laughs> of us, baby. <laughs> Mitch didn't see it. What the fuck? It's going to be death. <laughs> It's we all think the same, don't we? Oh man, it's your I got no expectations. Yeah, Sundays are gonna be so easy. Be so relaxed. I'm really looking forward to it. Bullshit. Bullshit is right. We'll be just that first bad throw or bad read, bitch. Yep. Makes ah! it what? Oh, I can Mason should have been there. I can <laughs> hear the, the crowd already. <laughs> I can hear it. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, hey, make sure you're following along, Steel City Blitz. Uh, uh, let's see, on Twitter, at SC Blitz, Facebook, Steel City Blitz, Instagram, Steel City Blitz. Make sure you're checking out the website, SteelCityBlitz.com. Steel and, City of course, thank you to our partners in crime, Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Uh, and, again, thanks to them for tying on with us for one more year at the very least. And, uh, hey, you know what? We are closing in on the draft. We'll start doing some more draft prep stuff, and I'm sure we'll have some more free agent stuff to talk about as well coming up next week, as I believe I will be on spring break. So, uh, never know. I might be even more intoxicated than I am usually. Anyway, that's it for the show, guys. Have a wonderful night. And, by the way, hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. <laughs>